hello, hello. I'm your host, Stephanie Martinez Rivera, and you are listening to the Joy Found Here podcast. I am obsessed with reminding my fellow mamas, queens, badass babes, ladies and girls that perfection is just a word, not a lifestyle. Multitasking is overrated. Comparison is a theft of happiness. And yes, you can put yourself first. Oh, and by the way, for optimum results, you should. I'm a New York girl from a small town, part-time badass, proud mama bear times three. I've seen 60 full turns of the sun. I've learned the importance of how kindness begins with you and your self-talk. Join us each week as we help you navigate both the messy and the magical season of this crazy ride called life. Real stories that remind us to reclaim your power. The sun does come out after the shitstorm. A good cry can be cleansing and... We really don't know who sits on top of the mountain of judgment. Sit back, plug in, fill up your cup. This is your time. Remember, you've always had the power. Welcome to Joy Found Here. Hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Joy Found Here podcast. So another good one. Do you know what? You're welcome. We're just going to close out my birthday month. You're welcome. I'm going to give you guys the presents. Today, we're joined with Dawn Dalby, financial advisor. She's going to talk about a lot of things, but here's what you're going to hear. And I want you to listen to everything she has to say. We're going to talk about our worth and our growing wealth. And if that's never even been in your universe, guess what? Today's your lucky day because it needs to get there. And Dawn has a brand new book that has been released for all of us to read and share. It is called Live Wealthy, W-E-L-L-T-H-Y. Own your worth, grow your wealth. I'm going to let Dawn tell us about herself because I, I don't want to you know forget something. This is not just someone I met on the street. No, no. This woman has uh, a lot to say, has been around, and has a lot to teach us. So with that, I say thank you, thank you, and welcome, Dawn. Oh, Stephanie, it's such a pleasure to be here. I'm so glad we connected. We made yes, it. We can, yes. we can figure it out, and, and it works, and now, now we get to share it with the world. So I always start with a very loaded question, and that is, tell us about you anywhere you'd like to start. Yeah, that is a loaded question. Well, I'll tell you that I've been, um, I have my own financial planning, wealth management advisory firm for the last 23 years. And I've been mm -hmm. sitting one-on-one -on -one with clients. You know, I, I start doing the math and it's over 10,000 client meetings, just helping them understand money, helping them technically build their wealth, helping them really achieve their definition of fulfillment in life. And mm -hmm. what I've realized throughout the years is that it's one thing to give technical advice, which we all need financial literacy. We all need to understand how money works. Mm -hmm. But after you understand how money works, then you also have to understand how you work and mm -hmm. your relationship with money. And that's why I came out with a book because of all my experiences, my own personal experiences with my relationship with money, my clients' relationships with money, and honestly, our relationships with ourselves. So I do have a lot to say, and we could talk about anything and everything, but 
I was in the business to grow money and I did that for myself and I got, you know, I, I made big incomes and I still do. And then I was re realizing how broke I still felt after I mm. had so much income. And I was like, okay, this mama needs to change her mindset and really not only build wealth, but I also have to build my own internal worth. And so that's what I've been doing for the last 10 years of teaching both of those things. And that's when life really gets magical and fulfilling. I love all of that. And so much of it resonates because most people are brought up thinking that, you know, you're chasing the almighty dollar or I earn six figures or even more, a quarter of a million, whatever it is, they're big numbers. And maybe we buy some stuff with that. Yet it's so true. Most people might be just dealing with the little kid inside of them and they don't realize it. And then they may not be able or may not be equipped to take care of their money and nonetheless grow it. Yeah, it's so important to grow our wealth, right? So money is so important because it gives us life. It really, it's like oxygen, it gives us life. So we have to understand how to grow money, but we wanna grow the right type of money and the right type of money that's gonna align to how one chooses to live their life. And so we're not just chasing the next dollar to pay the next tax bill, to go on the next vacation, to, you know, just like, be on this like treadmill of life, we have to be more thoughtful about how we're spending our time and our money. And that's really my full definition of wealth versus just chasing the dollar. We want to chase the right time and how we want mm. to spend our time and chasing the right type of money to support how we want to spend our time. And that's the missing link in, I believe, our whole financial industry is that we don't talk enough about the relationship, the behavior, and how to be crystal clear with clarity on the right type of money that we need to have, and then we can make really good decisions around how to build and have a wealthy life. A wealthy life. Oh, well, and that's how we're yes. going to say it. We're just going to keep saying a wealthy life. Yeah, because it, it's so important. Yeah, I always tell people, well, I'm, I'm really good at numbers and I'm not good at spelling. So I've had many, I think I've had six rounds of edits on the book before it went to, you know, <laughs> went out to be published. But, you know, I, I spelled wealthy wrong, right? Because I'm a numbers person. <laughs> it's wealthy. I love it. But that's what gets the attention. That's what needs really to be taught. In addition to hand in hand, when you're going to make money, how you're going to make money, what are you going to do when you make the money? We just chase the rabbit, but if you catch it, then what? Yeah. And you can, well, and the thing is, I think we put, because of our scarcity mindset, like you said, from our childhood mm -hmm. and our parents, their childhood, we all get caught up in this scarcity mindset. So we put so much value on money. Anybody wants more money. Like you sure. interview anybody, they all want more money. And we put too much value on money and not enough value on life. If you do need more money to support your life, then do it. Like, I love more money too because I love more life, but it's the alignment of the values that you Correct. value in life. It's, it's an alignment of that to your money and then making the technical smart decisions on how to maximize that dollar. It's interesting that you say that. I know um, in my lifetime, and, and I've been here on this earth for a while, and I've come across 
some very wealthy people. And, and I define that definition by their bank balance at the time when I came into their life and knew them. But yet I walked away from any interaction that I had with these people. Um, I knew them through business, knowing that I was richer than they were in my life. Mm-hmm. I could care less what my bank balance said. I had something they didn't have, and I don't know if they were capable of having just the level of gratitude that I had, and I had a family, and we didn't do things on the scale that they did, but I was fine with that because of the things we did. Right, and it's all alignment. That's what we've been talking about. Mm. You know, I've known so many, I call them rich people, not wealthy people. That's my Mm. my word is- yeah. They have a lot of money in the bank and they might be rich, but they're not wealthy. We also want to make sure that we're not downplaying the value of money, but it has to be in alignment. Like I know somebody in my past who just chased more money and more money and more money because they didn't feel worthy enough. And that lack and that pain from childhood, because they Mm -hmm. didn't feel that they had enough money to even buy a hot lunch at school or whatever it was. And they, they, They didn't deal with that pain, so they have allowed that to come with them. And pretty soon a million dollar income is not enough and a $2 million income isn't enough and a $300,000 office isn't enough. Like nothing's ever enough because they're still in that cycle of pain from their childhood. And it's like, if you just take some time to go through some self-discovery, we all suffer in life. But if we're able to do some self-discovery around that and work through that emotionally, then it's like the $3 million income might support exactly how this person chooses to live, which is fine. But this person's like working 80 hours a week to get that. It's like, is that really how you, you know, when you look back at life, is that really, you know, is that how you would have chosen to to spend your time? Right. We all need to deal with our pain. It was, you know, my mother passed away unexpectedly. We had just moved to Arizona four and a half years ago. And we found her passed away in our rental home when we had just moved to Arizona because she was going to start her new life out here too from the Midwest. And, you know, she numbed her pain through alcohol. And that's, you know, that the alcohol was a band-aid, of course, but it was the, what did she really die of? She really died of a lack of worth and a lack of love for herself. And She never found enough. She didn't have enough self-esteem to love herself enough to build enough income and to build enough of a life for her. And her life was taken from her, I guess, you know, like 20 years or even 15 years too early, too premature Mm -hmm. because she didn't deal with her pain in the right way. And I don't blame her for that. I just feel sorry for her. And, you know, it's just like, oh my gosh, I I have this mission. We got to, I got to help people build their wealth and their worth combined. So that's from my mother's story and through me dealing with that pain of a child of my mother, of an alcoholic, Mm -hmm. let's hear yours too. Well, growing up, my mother worked when it wasn't fashionable to work. So I was latchkey before obviously that word even came into the orbit, but she also definitely liked to shop, but would buy things and, you know, we would spend all day Saturday shopping and it was either don't tell your father or 
hide the shopping bag type thing. And what did I do in the early part of my marriage with my two daughters? Well, come on, we're going shopping. Sure. Okay. Leave them in the car. Don't tell daddy what we bought. Yeah. My mom did the same thing. It's in the book. My dad never wanted to spend money. So he was mm-hmm. save, save, save. I had to drive the worst car in high school and had I had to pay for the majority, 90% of my college bill. Mm-hmm. My dad was all about not spending money. And my mom was about spending it, but having anxiety around it. It's like, I grew up in this crazy yeah. world of this, in a small town in Wisconsin of 2000 people. And I just felt so limited. I'm like, is this really, is this really what life's about? And so I needed to branch out away from that and, and how to grow money and not feel limited is learning about money. So I did that forever. Like I just like, okay, I'm going to learn about money. And I grew my bank account. I grew my client's bank accounts. And then it was just like, why do I still feel broke? I'm like, okay, I need to work on myself and deal with my pain from childhood. And once you do that. Yeah. Once the bandaid is off, you open the door and the demons like, don't stop. There's the exit sign. Keep walking. And yeah, but it helps you deal with the, the the issues we have every single day. Like we have to mm-hmm. constantly, you know, you and I both. I mean, we're 15 minutes late into this because we were having issues, right? And the issues <laughs> are, it wasn't just one issue. It was like multiple issues, right? There were like, a few. There were a few. <laughs> but, but it's how you deal with that, right? Yeah. It's how you respond to mm-hmm. life's daily challenges. When you figure out how to respond to life, that's another version of being able to live a well life. It's how we think and how we react. And that's the most beautiful thing about living this full, amazing life that we all get to choose to live if we want to and have the right money to live appropriately and live wealthy by uh, how we react and respond. I love that. I'm curious, mindset. It's a tough one. It is. And... Where do you begin? I mean, I would think after all of your years in the industry, you probably have a really good barometer. You could read someone, kind of know where their little history or where their pain point is based on either what they tell you or just the way that they might behave or live in the lack when they don't have to. What's one of the first few steps of reminding someone that, you actually can afford this. And let me show you how to start the switch of the first yes. layer of the of the onion. How like do you begin? Telling people that they can actually live for today guilt-free, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And safe for tomorrow at the same time, because I totally believe that. And, you know, the starting point is always with you from a, your question was about mindset. You know, there's mm-hmm. technical things that you can do but what I believe is it's really understanding all that you are. And when you build your self-esteem, you build your income. And so we look at like, how do you build your self-esteem? Well, you own your work. So how do you own your work? What are those first steps? It's really being exposed to six elements. And these six elements we've all been exposed to before, but the mm-hmm. magic in these is how they work together. So it's understanding your purpose your vision. What is your vision? Like what, that's your plan. Like, where are you going and where do you want to end up? It's about understanding your values, the things that you value most in your life and you don't want to do life without. It's understanding how to make an income in alignment with your strengths, your top five strengths and how do you earn an income? Cause when you earn an income in relation to your strengths, you earn more typically. 
Mm. It's understanding your goals. Like we all have goals in life, but if you looked at financial goals, we have almost all the same financial goals, but it's understanding what your goals are, what you're trying to achieve financially and life with your, your life goals are different. Our financial goals are the same. And then also what I think the biggest thing is the last element of owning your worth and building your self-esteem is understanding your weakness. Like what is your biggest weakness? We all have weaknesses, Mm -hmm, but it's mm -hmm. understanding like that big weakness in your life and how is it getting in the way of you achieving what you want to achieve? And then also being comfortable with that weakness, admitting it and telling other people about it, making fun of it and joking around. Like that's what makes us human and authentic and real. And it's going, okay, I have this weakness in my life that's getting in the way. But also I know that it's always gonna be a weakness. I can't, I can only improve it so much. So how do I build my life around that? And how do I admit it and go like, I'm weak, like I'm impatient, like that's my biggest weakness. And it drives me insane because I can't dial it back. When I try to, I still can't. But it's like admitting it and not being insecure about it. You know, or not being insecure, like I told you, I'm a horrible speller. I can't write. I could get all my thoughts on paper or get all my thoughts on paper and then hire somebody to help mm -hmm. me formulate and get the thoughts in, in a readable fashion that would entice people to want to read a book. And so it's like understanding that and that builds our self-esteem when you say, I suck at this. Mm -hmm. It's okay. We don't have to be good at everything. It's just like that builds self-esteem when you're like, I don't, I'm not good. So yeah, just coming up and really showing up, I want to say vulnerable because on the flip side of that, on the flip side of the weakness, you also point out and identify a superpower and everything in between. And I think today, you know, if we fill the room with probably a hundred people, I think they might be very quick to let us know what their weaknesses and I pluralize at weaknesses are because that's easy, right? Everything that I, I'm, I suck at and I'm not good at. And then we're like, all right, so, you know, now we're going to talk about superpowers. Where do you just shine? And I bet you, you know, maybe one or two, maybe there'd be crickets in the room. We have to remind ourselves that, you know, God doesn't make junk. No. He made us. Amen, he made sister. Us. Woo! He made us. Yes. So why people really just sell themselves so short? And maybe it's in this world of, don't even get me started on, obviously, here we are on social media or whatever, but the whole comparison thing. But we were still who we were before there was the internet, before there was anything. And we always have to remember that. And thankfully, you've got this, you know, good book manual to guide people back and to just give them the reminders. You know, we're living in a world right now that some people might be uh, financially worried about. We hear the words of inflation. Yes, things are terribly expensive right now. Recession, uh, unemployment up, down. It, is it an employee's world or an employer's world? Depends on which side of the of the desk you're sitting on. But at the end of the day, we still need to know the game plan and how to do it. Mm -hmm. It all starts within, right? I mean, is it an employer or employee world? It doesn't matter. 
life always ebbs and flows. It's always changing. Correct. The stock market is up. The stock market's down. We can sit there and point fingers at, oh, this is happening, so I can't do that. It's like, you know what? No, there's opportunity everywhere in every environment. And does it change? Yes. Is there less opportunity sometimes than others? Yes. But if it all starts from within, there's always something, you always can be doing something to be productive and to be positive, to better your life, enhance your life to where you're going. It might not happen in, in three months or six months, but it'll happen in three years. Like there's just like everything stems from your thoughts and your emotions. So I, it's so powerful, you know, cause people always talk, well, oh my gosh, the economy or the stock market. I'm like, mm -hmm. you know what? The stock market's mm -hmm. down and this is when millionaires are created. Like you got to take in a contrarian approach to life. It always stems from your mindset, a hundred percent of the time. And again, from there, so many things can change. You have an opportunity to reframe your story, perhaps what you think is your history. And then when you have someone like you to show them the possibilities, because some oh, people yes. don't have that ability just to see past today. This is what I know. I wake up, I go to work, I get paid on Fridays, I pay my bills, we have pizza. And then that could be it. That's why we all need community. We need connection. We need each other. We need to understand with everything in life, there's a yang to the yang. There's mm -hmm. the psychology. You've got to change your mindset, but it's also the technical advice that people need too. You know, people need both of that. And I think so many times in all of our industries, we just focus on mindset or we just focus on money or we just focus on you know, going to work and not thinking and not like looking at what's possible. It's about being connected again with the person that has that skill to help you see something different. And that's why we all need each other. And that's why we are so sick of being in our homes and being on screens because of this post COVID world. We're like, that's why you're seeing people all over the place. Like, are we in a recession? Sure. But I see people all over the place being out and about because they're done being at home. And I think um, we need that connection as human beings. So if you're that person, if you're that listener that you can't see past tomorrow because of maybe the debt you're in or maybe the relationship that you feel stuck in, I'm telling you, connect with people that aren't in that situation that can help you because we all need each other. So true. And also what you say, so I'm based in New York and my daughter lives in North Carolina, along with my nine month old grandson. So P.S. this this mama bear uh, flies like almost every five weeks. And I will tell you, I am never on an empty plane. The airport is never empty. Like the amount of people traveling is mind boggling. Yes. The amount of money that I now pay for what used to be a $200 round trip ticket to Charlotte is mind boggling. Yeah, it's crazy. And, you know, then you have the cost of um, oil and gas. On t you know, mm -hmm. it's, just, it's a crazy time that we live in, but it's always crazy. But it, it's always crazy. agreed. I hear that. And, you know, the longer you're around, the more you see and you've, well, you know, the cycle repeats itself and you'll be like, oh, differently. Yeah. I remember. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah. I remember yeah. that. And mm -hmm. and then this came out and 
you were absolutely true when you said earlier how most millionaires are formed when the stock market is down and it's history. But again, go back to that instant gratification, patience or your weakness, the impatience of, I want it now. I want to see, I want to see the results right today. Exactly. However, your shopping story and my shopping story as kids, like mm-hmm. if we shop in the stock market right now, like think about mm-hmm. going to your favorite store and having it still be 25% off. And then right. it's something right. that you're buying that's going to appreciate, not decrease. Correct. So there's so many opportunities everywhere. Um, again, coupled with hard shit in life, like stuff happens all the time. But it's how we maneuver through that. So I, you know, it's again, life is yin and yang. How do you deal with both sides? The positivity, the negativity, and just when you react appropriately to both of those, that's how you get ahead. We all deserve that. We all deserve to live the life that God has created for us. And the only thing getting in our way is, like you said earlier, it's the mindset, it's the fear, it's the limiting beliefs, it's the childhood pain that all of us went through. Mm-hmm. It's like, how mm-hmm. do we deal with that? And, you know, do we, we either go left and become a victim or we go right and, you know, make it a platform where we can talk about it. Like there's just choices and opportunities all over the place. How do you get someone to take a good hard look at their habits, at their present state of money? Money is a taboo Maybe with girlfriends, you'll sit around and you can talk openly with mixed couples. They don't really talk about money. They don't really, you know, like, oh, you know, we decided we're going to, you know, set aside and invest 25% and we're going to, it's not a conversation people have, I find in a group setting. And so how do you start the conversation? Well, I always peel back. Why are we not having you know, to get to the how, you got to mm-hmm. address the why. Yeah. And you start peeling back the why, why we're so secretive about our money. Mm-hmm. Because we negatively compare it to have more money. It makes us feel like we're worthier than mm-hmm. the other couple at the table. We don't want to like share the secrets of maybe the lack that we have. Mm. And so how to start that conversation is when you feel comfortable in your own skin and Mm -hmm. you feel okay with not having the same amount of money as your neighbor you don't give a rat's butt about what kind of car they drive if they have more money it doesn't matter you're in alignment with you and so many times you just compare the cars the houses the trips the the clothes, the dogs. apples for apples, and it's never apples for it's apples. Never. We just, yeah, it's just like, no, you compare how well the are mm-hmm. you in comparison. That's what you, we should be comparing mm-hmm. is our version of fulfillment. Mm, I love that. And then the dollar amount doesn't matter. Like, I don't care if you're saving 25% or 5%. It's what do you need to live your version of wealth? And it's different for every single one of us. And that's what the book walks through. It helps it. It's not just reading the book. There's application in the book. There's exercises. Mm -hmm. There's like, how do you really find that true version? And then you're able to start to live it. I'm all about action and implementation. I'm not just about getting pumped up and being positive and like, no, transform, let's go. That's what you can get from this book. 
And I'm not here to just sell the book. I mean, I, if I could, if you guys knew how much I paid <laughs> to get the book to this level, that's um, why I um, sell it. Um, um, sure. Yes. Right. And again, you, you did it to get it out there, to share with other people. That's a wonderful platform and stage that's available to millions of people that, you know, you could have the podcast platform that you can reach so many, or you can be on social and you can reach so many. And it's something that is terribly needed in this day and age. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And again, here we are in 2023 and they don't teach basic finance or basic understanding of money. So the book, another thing that I really liked about the book is not only are you being taught some different steps and here's the approach. And if we set it up this way, just as you said, do you want to pay the IRS or do you want to learn and, and make your taxes work for you? Eventually, all roads lead to a piece of what I liked called spending freedom. I love the words beyond liberating, obviously. And that's like a 360 degree mindset turn that you would have those two words to get spending and spending freedom. Like, what the hell is that? But that is like all roads lead to do these exercises Look in that mirror and it comes down, you know, so you get spending freedom from core values. Your core values are the things you don't want to do life without. Like my top five core values are faith, spirituality, health, relationships, excitement, and achievement. Mm. And so what I do is I look at how are those five core values? Are they helping me earn an income or they are helping me burn my income, right? And so what we do is if if those core values are an expense to you, which they should be, because they're your values, you don't want to do life without these things. Mm -hmm. And so then we you get to assign a percentage of your income to spend on those values guilt free. And so we we come up with a spending plan that allows you freedom to live for today and, and spend on your core values. Because it's like, if you don't do that, then you just constantly feel like you're on a budget, which feels like being on a diet your whole life. And like, that's not fun. I want people to nope. feel good as hell with their money. Like mm-hmm. it's not fun. And so we need to have fun today and tomorrow. And you can do that by having buckets of money and having spending freedom, which you have a spending plan that gives you the freedom mm-hmm. that allows you flexibility and some fluidity in life, but also you can only achieve spending freedom when you commit to saving to your future self first. So there's a there's a process in the book and in how we give financial advice for people to, I never wanted to be on a budget. So I was like, why would I tell my clients to be on a budget? Like, mm-hmm. if I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to mm-hmm. give advice for someone else to do it. Like, we got to have a way that we can still live every single day of our life, even in our 20s. And our kids that don't have the money yet or don't have as much money, like they still need to be able to spend today. I mean, our children do, right? They lived in Starbucks. They, lived they growing up. I was going to say they do it quite well, but they then do it quite well, but with a little help from with, with a, a little l- help <laughs> in prioritizing their spending, like, you know, like right. my daughter just got two jobs and, hmm. you know, at a restaurant hosting, I'm like, okay, you just, you want to buy a ticket, an airline ticket, just tell you, like, you got to prioritize. 
if that's what you want, great. Then you're not getting your coffee every day or, you know, your Starbucks mm-hmm, or, your, mm-hmm. or your clothes or your get like you got to prioritize. And it's not that you can't have, we grew up, your parents, my parents, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you can't have, you can't afford. No, you can, no we nope. can, you mm-hmm. can afford. Right. You can afford. It's just, you got to prioritize of what's most important to you. And if it's the shopping, like your mom did with you, mm-hmm. then do it. But just, you can't do everything at the same time. It's what brings you the most joy in life. Love. Thank you for that. And yeah, yeah you can have it all. It doesn't have to be all at once. And more importantly, I didn't hear any restrictions. What I heard was make a plan and decide what's important. And prioritize. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you can have it all, but with some sacrifice. And we need to sacrifice. We need to prioritize. Like, you got to if you want that next level of living and you want more luxury stuff and you want better environments and experiences, there is sacrifice for many of us, for most of us. I just got done doing a keynote last week or last month and I called it boss up. Like you need to, I, I came out and danced. I sang and danced a Lizzo song, good as hell. Mm-hmm, and I'm like, mm-hmm. part of that song says boss up. Like you got to boss up. And to me, bossing up, it means you got to go through the hard stuff and you got to, you got to sacrifice and do, you know, go through the challenges and, create courage for yourself and do go walk through your fear to get to that other side. But if you do that, then life can be pretty magical. I think we got to drop the mic there. I think that was like, normally, anybody who's listening, this girl always has a lot to say. I'm good, right? I just want that to be the last thing that was a pretty good in a nutshell. Well, it's easy when I'm talking to you, you're like my sister. (laughs) (laughs) okay the book the book is out and the the, book is called again live wealthy w-e-l-l-t-h-y you can come to my website which is dawn d-a-w-n d-a-h-l-b-y that's dawndalby.com and um, get some freebies along with the book or you can go directly to amazon um, to order the book as well And we will have everything in the show notes. I hope to keep this conversation going. It is so important to know where we're going instead of just go through life unconsciously, dig deep, get aware, and it can be better and live wealthy love. All right. Yes, you're welcome. What do I always tell you? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. As always. Appreciate all of the support on the website, joyfoundhere.com. That's where we'll see your comments. I would love a five-star review on Apple and Spotify, especially Spotify, still late to the game. We got to get those uh, numbers up. They tell me, remember, I don't really watch anything, but five, 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 and five. And until next time, be well. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Joy Found Here podcast. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, please share it with a friend. And of course, if you haven't already done so, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Don't forget to head over to joyfoundhere.com for any questions, comments, and feedback. Until next week, keep your head up and your crown straight. You've got this.